Podcast Babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! Hello, and welcome to Fat Out of Hell. I... Y'all, I just had to resist the urge to say, oh, my God, we did it. Because in the year 2020, uh, we are recording this from different places. And that was the most coordinated clap we have ever done. And so this is how this podcast is starting. That, like, I hope this is, like, a good blue moon omen that we all just clapped in time like nobody's fucking business. Here we go November yes uh, <laughs> and now oh to introduce us uh, I'm Jesse Oliver and uh, this is Fat Out of Hell and today we are going to be discussing gym class oh my god uh. This is straight up inspired <laughs> by a recent episode of Maintenance Phase, which I think I'm the only one who has currently listened to. That um, is correct. But that is a new podcast featuring Michael Hobbs, who uh, is the co-host of You're Wrong About, but is also the person who wrote the article, Everything You Know About Obesity is Wrong, for HuffPo, mm-hmm. uh, and um, Your Fat Friend. So that podcast, it is a gem. It is a delight. I encourage people listen to it. But they did an episode about the president's fitness test. Mm-hmm. And it just got me thinking about like the general fuckery of gym class when you're young and fat. And uh, I was like, we should do an episode on gym class. So... Tell me what you all remember from gym class as a child. Like, did you guys take gym all the way through high school or did you go to a high school that like you didn't have to? I will say my last few years of high school, I did not have to. So it was like, oh, blessed be. Lucky. (laughs) So Uh, Kita, you can go first because yours is better. We were, like, literally just talking about this, like, candidly the other day. Um, But, so, I guess to start off, like, you know, as a kid, I loved gym. Like, I loved running around. I loved playing dodgeball. Like, all the fun stuff. Like, I was reminiscing the other day about a time in junior high school. We had this, like, weird bar. And you'd sit, like, I would sit a chair. And I would see how far I could move the chair back I had so many friends in junior high school and I would see how far I could jump and grab onto the bar and swing myself um but the crux of my Jesus Christ the crux of my gym my gym experience was high school um my high school's gym class was pretty much boot camp Um, that everybody lovingly called it. Um, So to give you a kind of a a glimpse into just like the structure of my high school, um, I went to high school in New York City. Um, So just like 
stupid industrial buildings ever heard of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i believe it's the concrete jungle where dreams are made of is where dreams are made of yes. <laughs> and also where dreams go to die specifically in this class uh, my school had 10 floors um including a basement which is where our gym was um and so gym was actually a class that you could fail and have to take over. Um, we had gym, yeah, we had gym finals. Um, we started off each class with a 20 minute jog, um, 10 minutes in one direction, 10 minutes in the other. Um, usually they would make us run in pairs. So if one pair slowed down, the whole class slowed down. So you never wanted to be, wanted to be the kid that slowed down the entire class. Which um, inevitably the fat kids are the kids who slowed down hello, the entire class. It's me. Which, yeah. so, <laughs> so it was fun because everybody wanted to be my partner because I ran slower. Um, so there was that. Um, at first, when I was a freshman, and we stopped doing this after a while, because I think, like, parents started to complain, um, so I've heard. But so, another, like, the reason why the, the structure of my, the building of my school is so important is because there were two um, staircases on opposite sides of the basement, how you can get downstairs, and both of them would lead to the lobby. Um, so, essentially, what we used to do was we would run... Um, cycles through the stairs so we would go from the basement up the stairs through the lobby back down for 10 minutes and then switch to the other side um, and the only way we would know is when one kid would like come back down be like no you have to turn around and we would have to turn around and go back up the stairs the first time I did gym at this school everybody thought I was asthmatic because like I'm just not used to doing that kind of shit like because running up and down stairs is as for 20 minutes for anyone for 20, 20 minutes, minutes. <laughs> exhausting <laughs> exhausting and so on top of that and so when that was done um we would stretch a little bit and then we would go into our lovely little circuits or whatever we want to call them whatever the teacher was feeling that day um if she was in a bad mood um then shit got real. For example, there's one day that I'll never forget where we were doing jumping jacks and I don't know how I did it, but we did 500 jumping jacks that day um, because the goal was to get to 100. So we would do 25 in each direction, like north, south, east, west. Um, and as soon as she caught one kid stopping, we all had to start over from one. So literally that entire class was jumping jacks. And then we had to change and go to class. And so that's just like to give like, you know, sometimes we had fun things. Like sometimes we had obstacle courses. Sometimes we did like dodgeball or whatever, like that kind of fun stuff. But that was like once in a few. Um, and then on top of that, if you had a class that was in the library, which was on the 10th floor, um, they wouldn't let you take the elevator after gym. They like the school knew how intense the gym class was. But they were like, okay, well, you can't take the elevator during school hours unless like somebody really liked you. So we would have to climb from the basement to the 10th floor to get to class. And some teachers, depending on their mood that day, weren't very nice to be like, well, you shouldn't be late. You should get out of gym early because class is still class. Or they would understand that we literally just like sweat our lives out and... <laughs> And then also climbed 10 floors. Exactly. 
I so, also love like, how grown ass adults who would never let you tell them I need to leave early for something expect mm-hmm. you to do that to a different teacher. Like mm-hmm. you're like, no, you. If I did mm-hmm. that to you, you would be so bad. I can't do it to the gym teacher. Right, right, and like. There was like one time where the gym teacher actually got mad and like they were like, oh, you want to call this class a boot camp? We'll actually bring in somebody to make it a boot camp for you. And I wasn't in that class, thankfully. <laughs> but I've, I've heard about that class and that was it was ridiculous. It was all that to say I was probably in the, like the best physical fitness, like <laughs> fitness of my life during high school because I also played tennis to prove what to who. I don't know. <laughs> I want that as a shirt to prove what to who. I don't know. That, that is a t-shirt I would wear. Uh, I like, okay, so I had a really weird experience with Jim. Like as an elementary school kid, I remember that president presidential physical fitness test. We did it like mm-hmm. every fucking year. And I could not for the life of me run a mile because guess what? I have a weird connective tissue disease and my body hated running, right? Like my knees, I would literally feel my knees slip out of place and be like, I can't do this. And they were like, you know, fat shaming me. And I was like, okay, but like also my knees are dislocating and that's a problem. Um, But I was always really strong. (laughs) So like that, the whole like, setup of my adulthood I see in childhood right like where I would go to gym class and we would play kickball and no one would ever pick me but then I would get up to the mound and I would be able to kick the ball so far I could walk (laughs) like I didn't even need to run I was like peace I'm just walking these bases because you will never get this ball in the time it takes me to walk because it's actually now across the street and in someone's yard (laughs) (laughs) and then like so it was like this constant like yin and yang of being this like fat kid who could not run for multiple reasons but was like super super strong and so anything that was strength based I excelled at and kids did not know whether or not to choose me for teams and then I got to junior high and in junior high I had this very weird experience where my gym teacher was a fat woman and she hated fat kids weird so like I would tell her I couldn't do something for whatever reason and she would tell me I was just making things up and da 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 and then like like things would happen like I played soccer once in junior high and I was playing and um again officially strong but not always the most coordinated human so I went to kick the ball I missed the ball I kicked a girl's shin and I broke her shin and she had to get taken to the hospital and then it was like like of course those kids were like 
Jesse is so fat, she broke someone's shit. And I was like, my fatness didn't break this kid's shin? <laughs> like, the sheer force. My fucking <laughs> muscles did. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> so, like, oh I, was like, I was like, I can't break someone's shit from fatness. <laughs> and then, like, right. can, like, which also then I was, like, like, trying to defend myself because I was all of 11 years old, right? But this was also the gym teacher. And this is my favorite, like, I feel very vindicated that I was not in the wrong in this whole dynamic. This is the woman who decided to set up um, a gym class where half of the class was doing square dancing and half of the class was doing archery and the entire class was in the same room with no nets. <laughs> so people were literally shooting arrows while people were dosy doing. And like, it is a goddamn miracle no one shot someone with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and I laughed because it's even. like so absurd. But it got me thinking about the absurdity of gym class in general, right? Because it's never about like, practices that lead to like any kind of like care do you know what i mean it's like it's like okay kids do this like competitive game and then when you break someone's shin let's just like let the kids make fun of you it's not like like let's do mindful restorative practices to help get more flexible or like you know like but it's designed for the fat kids to feel even worse about working out right yeah like yeah and it's designed for the fat kids to be even more kind of marginalized and ostracized and i think like i really thought going into adulthood when i first started working out that i was unathletic like in my head i was like mm-hmm. i am just not athletic and finally, like, the first trainer I worked out with was, like, actually, you're incredibly athletic. And I was like, am I? As I'm, like, just, like, huh, 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 lifting things. Oh, I'm, I'm moving, which is, you know, never translates to a podcast medium. Um, <laughs> acting uh-huh. things out. Uh, so, <laughs> so, like, I just remember this, like, moment where, like, someone who grew up being very physical and very active was like, no, you're actually like really athletic. Like I'm a good swimmer and I'm cool. Like I can catch a ball better than anyone I know. Like stupid shit like that. But if mm-hmm. you had asked me up until like eight years ago, if I was athletic, I would have been out. Hell no. Super unathletic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that all started because of fucking gym class. Yeah. No, I really specifically remember the presidential fitness test and I have this one and I don't remember obviously I'm not like some weird memory savant and I don't remember like every presidential fitness test but Mm. I remember one in particular when I was in I think I was in seventh grade where we were doing the the sit-up portion Mm. and I think that everybody had I think it was timed and everybody had to do a certain number of sit-ups and like everybody had to do 50 or something like that. And then your time was recorded and I was last. And I remember every kid 
who had finished surrounded me and was like, was like, come on, Maureen, come on. You can like, what do you, come on, do it. Just do it. Just get through it, Maureen. Just get through it. And I was just like, it well, was a fucking yes, it was a nightmare. Because half of those kids were probably in all like seriousness trying to cheer you on. But like right. when you are young and you're the like clear last place person in that, mm-hmm. it's like you just hear all of them saying it in like, that way. Recounting yeah. that story, recounting that story, I now in like my 30-year-old brain realized that those kids were cheering me on. But as a 12-year-old, <laughs> it was the most mortifying mm. moment of my entire life. Truly, because being in junior high is so hard for everyone, right? Like being oh, 11 yeah. and 12 and 13, like no matter how good you are at something or how popular you are you just want to hide and kind of be like let me be in my cocoon until I can emerge this butterfly and then Mm -hmm. when it's like you are literally being like magnified at being bad at something right like even like truly I really know sometimes because I had similar experiences and I was like I do think some of those kids were just genuinely trying to cheer me on but it Mm -hmm. was like honestly all you can feel like and all you hear is that they're making fun of you Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's like all you can. I don't, I do not understand adults who have worked in that age range for that long who do not have some kind of concept of that kind of thing. Right? Like, I, I don't understand it either. I mean, I'm sure I've told this story, but it bears repeating. When I was in eighth grade, the musical my junior high decided to do was called Coming of Age. And it was a musical written by junior high principals about puberty. Uh-huh. Oh, so I hate that. what's more awkward than being 13? Being 13 on stage, literally singing about your changing body. My oh. mother and my aunt got thrown out of the performance because they were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, like now as an adult, like as a kid, I was like staring them down, being like, sh- like the shut the fuck up daggers were being thrown from my eyes. Oh, but now shit. as an adult, I'm like, yes, it was an absurd construct for adults to be sitting in an audience listening to children literally sing songs called the puberty blues. I told my mama oh. I was feeling uptight. I tired of sitting home on Saturday night. She called me crazy, said I ought to be glad. So going out at night is only a fad. And I'm singing, Lord, I'm singing the puberty blues. <laughs> that was one of the songs from that show. No one's going to sue us because I don't even know if anyone knows that it exists. But <laughs> I have found like, people who have also done this musical and we have... um discussed how traumatizing it was but like I just marvel that like we have not as a society thought of better ways to do things for that age group in general right like gym class don't make people change into revealing shorts and like you know what I mean like they're like they're just not comfortable we had oh my god we had polyester gym uniforms polyester gym uniforms not cotton polyester and I was larger than the largest size they offered 
but they would not let me wear an alternative. So I had to stuff my body like a little a sausage queen into oh this polyester gym outfit. <laughs> Which, again, sounds so traumatizing until you stop and think how hilarious it is in retrospect. That's ridiculous. It is absurd. Absurd. And sometimes, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just, like, having perspective and age where I'm like, I am the exact human I am right now because of the fuckery of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can make anything into a joke because uh, you had to. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The, uh, to the, survive. Uh, right. The option was either you cry yourself into your own like pool that you drown in every day yeah (laughs) or no yeah yeah. no I honestly for me the way that so my the way that my school worked was that you had to take you had to take gym like obviously all through elementary and middle school but you only had to do your senior year you didn't have to take gym you could take gym if you wanted to senior year but it wasn't a requirement Mm. um my saving grace for gym my junior year was that I was um oh no so here's here's what the deal was you had to take 3 years of gym and freshman you had to take it your freshman and sophomore year but that last year of gym you could take either your junior year or your senior year oh. and so I took junior year off and then because at that point I knew that I was going, that the, all of the colleges I were, was applying for were music conservatories and I had music requirements that I had to fulfill. Mm-hmm. I stuffed my senior year schedule with so many music electives that the only option I had was a thing called zero hour gym, which meant that... that <laughs> Did so you I get think up the at the crack sp- of dawn and go to gym class? So here's what happened. <clears throat> Here's what happened. We would um, we would go, I think their regular school day started at like 8.02 or 8.05 or something like that. And we would, zero hour gym started at 7.15. But unlike regular gym, zero hour gym didn't have any units. We would do one of two things. We would either run around the second floor of the school for 45 minutes where the teacher would just stay planted in one of the hallways <laughs> and just was like reading a sitting on a folding chair reading a book and so like you would run past the gym teacher and then round the corner and then you would just like walk <laughs> and then the other one was we had a weight room and so we would have these sheets we had to fill out of like okay, like today it's leg day. So you have to do three sets on each of these specific machines and check it off and turn in your form and you have to do it within the 45 minutes. And those were the two, the two things was running, quote unquote, (laughs) and, and weight room. And it was my saving grace because it was 
leisurely walk. Yeah. <laughs> or kind of just like sh- like slough around a weight room. <laughs> yeah. I got lucky that my first high school dance counted for gym. So I took a dance Ooh. class. And then my second high school, the Chicago Academy for the Arts has no gym requirement because um, we're all artists. And uh, frankly, the way that school is structured, getting up to the third floor of that school is six flights of stairs. And I was like, if you are up and down these stairs all day, that is a gym class. And they're also like slightly like old city building askew stairs. Oh, God. (laughs) So I was like, my thighs were never stronger than walking up and down those stairs. Um, But I went to a small Christian college, which still had a gym requirement. What? What? Yeah. My college had a gym requirement. So my senior year, because I put that shit off because I was like, this is some grade A fried bullshit. And eventually someone's going to realize. I mean, think about like, I'm sure you've heard tales of, I can't remember if it was Oral Roberts or Bob Jones, but like where they had weigh-ins every year. And if you were over a certain weight, they could kick you out of the school. This is a thing, like Christian culture is very fat shaming. And it has been woven into their educational institutions. So as a fully realized grown ass adult in college, I had a gym class. And first of all, um, the music schedule of the school, because the school was technically, it was a Christian school, but you did not have to be Christian to go there. No one had to sign anything, right? Like it just happened to have a Christian affiliation. Mm -hmm. And like, the music conservatory within the school functioned on a different schedule than the actual normal classes of the school. Mm -hmm. As you could imagine, when you have liberal arts requirements, that makes things real fucking difficult, right? Because my uh, theory course would get out later than the actual like class for my health and gym course started and I went to that teacher at the beginning of the year and I explained this problem to him and was like look I have to take this class to graduate my uh, advanced music theory course bleeds over like I'm going to be late every day and this motherfucker would lock his door at the time the class started so every single class period I would have to knock on the door and be like uh can you let me in please sir let me into your classroom which is like shitty to begin with but when you are the fat person in a gym class that's Mm -hmm. super shitty because then you have to be the one who's like like already like yeah so that actually yeah. Good God. Yeah. And I will tell you, there was a day where his wife, who was the uh, the athletic department secretary, was like, well, maybe I, like I knocked on the door and I was like, he knows I'm late. He knows I have to be late. Why didn't he? I was like saying this to another student. I was like, 
Why doesn't he just leave the door unlocked? And this woman had the nerve to come at me with like, maybe you should just try to be on time. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. I know you're his wife and I know you're the secretary of this department, but you have nothing to do with this situation. So I need you to turn your ass around and walk down that hallway and go sit back at your desk because I have already explained to your husband, who is the teacher of this course, what this problem is. And you have no overseeing in this so I'm sorry but dismiss yourself from this moment and she like there were three football players who were in the hallway who literally stopped and look at me and like she turns around and she walks out of the hallway and they all went none of us like her so thank you and I went oh my god I literally like all of a sudden became friends with the football team because I was like hell no I don't care who you think you are I don't care who you are and he like I'm yelling at his wife and he opens the door and he's like, come in, come in, come in. And I was like, you need to make sure she does not do that again. And he yeah. was like, I was like, I know that like, this is problematic because this is not how this is supposed to go. Like, cause I immediately was like, oh, I'm treating this woman terribly. Like I shouldn't be encouraging a man to tell a woman what to do. But I also was like, not her business, not her job. She needs to see herself out of this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was to say, Jim, what a Jim. weird, what a weird time for us. But Truly. you know, the thing is, like now when I work out, I'm like so incredibly grateful that I know I do it because I enjoy it. I know mm-hmm. I do it because like I want to be fucking doing it. Not mm-hmm. because, like, I have been indoctrinized by the presidential physical fitness test. Good God. No. I, like, honest to God, I did everything I could to get out of gym class as frequently as possible. And I just didn't get... I think I got, it like, a D once in gym because I just, like, sat out for most of the year. And the... <laughs> I was telling Keita this last night, and it's not one of my prouder moments, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> uh, we had a my my high school had a swimming pool, so we had a swim unit, mm. and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, listen, I love swimming. I'm not swimming in gym class. Be- and you know what it was? Was that you were so there were two things. You were required to take a shower afterward in a group shower yeah, i'm good and i was like Mm-mm. i was like no thank you yeah <laughs> um and the second thing was that i was like okay so then let's say i don't shower then i smell like chlorine for the rest of the fucking day and then you're the kid who had swim in gym and i'm just not i'm not going to participate in that system i refuse and so every day every swim class every swim unit I would go to the teacher and be like, I'm sorry, I can't do swim. I'm on my period. And she would be like, well, I have tampons in my office, so you can participate in gym. And I was, and then she told me, <laughs> she let it slide like the first couple of times where I was like, I'm on my period. I can't do it. But then she finally caught one. She was like, I have tampons in my office. And when she told me that, I just like looked her to, so by the way, we're all, we're all on webcams. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to stare into the webcam as if it were my gym teacher. She was like, I have tampons on my office. And I just looked at her and I was like, I can't because they're against my religion. <laughs> and she was just like, 
she was oh just my like god we just both looked at each other and i knew that i had invoked something that i shouldn't have <laughs> and she looked at me because she knew i was lying but couldn't say anything uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like okay <laughs> then i guess you'll sit out for the day and i was like i guess i will <laughs> just like walked to the bleachers and was like what have i done <laughs> like, you, i have so- i mean but that's clever as fuck is what it you did is. yeah because they really can't inspired- argue that they can't be like no there's no doctor's note for religion and like in this country freedom of religion is like so upheld by courts that she really could not at like question that oh no and i'm from fucking wisconsin you know what i mean like i'm at a wisconsin school and like there's no way like in a predominantly white suburb in wisconsin that that teacher could have been like I'm sorry, I don't care if it's against your religion. You're wearing the tampon and you're swimming today. Like, there's that just wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, But I did use my one, my one trump card. And then I, and then I think after that, I think that was like the last swim unit that I had to participate in. And after that, I just kind of participated in gym for the rest of the year because I was just like, listen, I know that that was, I know I crossed the line. (laughs) (laughs) We can all agree that I crossed the line. (laughs) So I'm just going to kind of fly under the radar. (laughs) I mean, crossing the line would have been you filing a 501c3 for your own religion. (laughs) Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> like a little Maureen, like Googling how to start a religion. <laughs> and then You're being like, like, well, I told you, it's against my religion, and I do mean my religion. <laughs> my religion, and in my religion, we don't do swim units. <laughs> like, At that oh point, god. I'd be like, I'm going to give you an A for your ingenuity. Like <laughs> right. Oh. oh. Oh, and then my last basically my high school, my four years of high school was just like variations on a theme of me trying to get out of gym. And <laughs> I just it was not a priority. Um but the the last kind of like the the death blow to me in gym class was that I had friends who were on the school newspaper. Mhm. And they were like, we're looking for seniors to submit essays about what they've learned in high school. And like, you know, <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, are you still taking submissions? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, cool. So then I wrote this es- I wrote this essay about um, I learned the finer points of talking my way out of situations that I didn't want to be a part of and <laughs> used gym class as the example. <laughs> Holy shit. And the gym teacher read it and came to me and was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? You're still a student here. Okay. I was like, yeah, for like a week. 
like, what are you going to do? Are you right. going to fail me out fail of me? zero hour gym? <laughs> exactly. Fine. I'll do another lap around the fucking well, second floor. Now, some schools, at least in Colorado, when I was teaching there, some of my kids were taking online gym. And I was like, great. What? That's how, yeah. Online gym. And this is like, I mean, mind you, Colorado was like nine years ago, right? So like, this is way before the era of COVID where we're doing online schools. They just had an option to do an online health and wellness class. So they would like, had a workout component. I actually do think that this is smarter though. And the kids I taught were more inclined to go work out because it wasn't with their peers. They didn't have a problem doing the workout portion. They didn't want to work out in front of their peers. But one of the things that was really fascinating about the maintenance phase um, research of this was like other countries don't have the model of like sports centric gym classes. So they do like calisthenics and stuff. And I was like, I think if that had been how my gym classes had been run as a kid, Mm -hmm. I would have been fine with that. That like of, lack like, touch of your toes. Yes, yes, yes. And lack of competition, lack of like mm-hmm. being made to feel like you are left behind because you are the fat kid. Right. And it would have just been so much better for general like movement and wellness. Right. I will say I liked I liked the badminton unit. You are a shuttlecock <laughs> if ever there were one. <laughs> I would have, if it was just calisthenics, I would have missed badminton. Sure. But like badminton can be like leisurely played, right? That's like the thing. It's not like, I think we're just too competitive in gym. No, I agree. I think that, I, what? I just heard a weird beep. Me too. That's weird. Anyway, um, I think that, like, um, I think, yeah, I think that the the spirit of competition in a gym class Mm -hmm. is like, listen, you're already here Mm -hmm. all fucking day. (laughs) You're at this school all fucking day. You're dealing with the same, you know, 200 people all fucking day. Like, why do we need to insert athletic competition right into also junior high is already hormones it's already a caste system do you know what i mean like yeah like we don't then need to add a whole different level of competition within that like right because then it's actually never about health and wellness and putting things into like a lifelong practice it is just about the same shit all of junior high is about yeah so, I mean, is that is uh, are we at final thoughts? Yeah, I think, I think we're so. at final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts, Marie. Um, my final thoughts are that if you're in high school, listening, high school or middle school, listening to this, um, you know, I think that you should take a gym requirement as a launching point for negotiation. <laughs> I think that that mandatory gym is school's opening offer and that you can counter. Yeah. So um, I don't recommend invoking a religion that you do not participate in to get out of it. But really, just like I'd say walk it back from there. (laughs) You know, but I do recommend creating your own religion. (laughs) Yeah, that you do participate in. (laughs) You do participate in. 
But honestly, like, in all seriousness, like, if gym is something that is going to fuck up your whole day, figure out a way, figure out a way around it. You know, like, it's in the grand scheme of things, like, being so far removed from it, I can, like, in my memory, there, I have, like, maybe, like, five or six, like, truly shit gym memories <laughs> that I can, that I can draw upon. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, in the milieu of my high school, like, I, I, I maybe have, like, 20 high school memories that are, like, really tangible, and six of them are gym. And so I think that it, it, it's it speaks to the impact it may the impact yes. it has you know like yes. uh, so just find a workaround <laughs> i mean my workaround was eventually in junior high i joined a competitive step aerobics team <laughs> <laughs> hey man some people invoke fake religions some people join <laughs> competitive step aerobics teams it's a uh, there are always ways around it. Right. <laughs> it's real true. So, you know, there is that. Uh, Kita, final thoughts? But- the only one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only one I can think of is don't let your, like, like, fitness ability. Is that the right way to say that? Sure. Like, don't let your fitness ability dictate, like, at least to you, your worth, you know? Like, because a big part of this whole, like, shitty gym situation that I was in was, like, I felt, like, the worst ever at that time, too. Even though, like, looking back on that shit now as an adult, I was like, bitch, you were killing that. Like, you were you were trying your best to keep up with them, you couldn't do a half of that shit today. I live yeah. on the fifth floor and bitch me walking from 11 floors in fucking high school to like, I can't make it to the third without like being out of breath. But there's nothing wrong with that because shit changes. And that's just like where I'm at, you know? So don't like never let your physical ability um, ever dictate your worth. Cause you're awesome as much as you can and can't do it's whatever true. that yes. may look like. Yeah, absolutely concurred. And the other thing I would add is um, gym feels like a punishment, but really try to separate that out from movement feeling like a punishment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gym, yeah. like the I the thing I wish I had known earlier. It's not just like the being athletic thing. It's that I felt like all movement would be punishing because I had held on to gym. So you get to reclaim what movement is for you. And I think we are three people who have found joy in movement as adults who hated gym class when we were children. Mm -hmm. So babies, there's hope for you. Yes. So much hope. Oh, endless hope. Yeah. Bottomless hope. Headless hope. Bottomless <laughs> hip, hip, hip help Moses. Yeah. <laughs> I... oh, bottomless help Moses, please. <laughs> oh my god. That's so cute. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Is that that's where we're ended it? Yeah. Alright. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies. <laughs>